This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello, welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Pretty good. How are you doing? All right. We're ready for another helicopter show. Yes, back to back. Yeah. Well, we did it last time, I think, like I said, and I think that's I mean, it's maybe a good idea to do it that way each time. Yeah. Each time that's we do an Airwolf, right? we do a Blue Thunder or some other type of helicopter yeah. show. I don't know. Right, whether, right. Does Magnum P.I. count? Uh, no. I so. <laughs> no? <laughs> I don't know if we always get the helicopter in Magnum P.I. Just, you know, on yeah. occasion it's sprinkled in. You're right. Probably we don't. But... Uh, yeah, it's not as prominent. All right, so what uh, what episode did we watch? We watched. Uh, we know we just talked about an arms race. Arms race, yes. And that was what season season one still. Mm-hmm. I don't know what episode number though. I don't have that off the top of my head. Uh, I'm showing you episode three. Um, yes, we didn't I, go okay, too deep correct. into it because there's only one season of the show, so <laughs> we don't want to burn out right away. <laughs> yeah, go to jump to the end. Yeah, but... I didn't want to skip too far ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, so another one based on uh, arms dealing, and uh, just like we said, we did that with uh, Miami Vice. This wasn't planned, but as Mike uh, mentioned before, we recorded. Uh, it seemed to be a big topic back in the '80s. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Big thing. It was in the news, I guess. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Current event at the time. Right. So, yeah. So, good focus on uh, on arms dealing. Yeah. I would say this one was cash. a little less violent than the Miami Vice one, though. Yeah, yeah. Overall. Overall, this show isn't super violent. No. You know? No, it's so all about far. the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I looked up to see if, like, uh, any of these people were... I, like I did recognize um one of the bad guys. He looked familiar. He was the guy that they kind of captured. Yeah. Um his name is, is Sam he? Anderson. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Like Justified and he, we I think in Lost. He was in Lo- like twenty one episodes of Lost, and I think that's where I remember yeah. him from mostly. Yeah, it's a pretty significant role. ER twenty episodes. episodes. So he's been in a lot of stuff. If you've seen him, you you know who he is. The the main bad guy, I thought he looked familiar, but then I looked up his IMDB and he's got like nothing. I mean, he did, yeah, but he did do. He was on a show that looked like it was on for a long time in Australia, so that's probably why we don't know him. Yeah, he did. He looked familiar to me too. I think he just um, looks like a typical guy from that. Yeah, era. at first, yeah, at first, I was like, is this like. Is he like some albino mastermind <laughs> or something? Because it's it just the angle they had on it. But yeah, no. And then uh, his name was Ted, Ted Hamilton, by the way. Um, and then the female, uh, per, Dar- Darlene Carr, she looked kind of familiar. Um, but and she was on a bunch of shows that we have done or will do. She was on Magnum, Simon and Simon. 
she was on an episode of Crazy Like a Fox too, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. So I'm sure we're going across so those. Yeah, I'm sure. I didn't recognize her. She just but... looked familiar, kind of, you know. But again, yeah. I think she just looked like but somebody think, else. Yeah, I think going forward, I'll probably recognize her. But... Yeah, and uh, she was also on a bunch of uh, religious theme shows back in the, um, like after this, like mid '80s. So really, yeah, I promise you, I missed those. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what she pops up in in the rest of our shows, right? And see where. Uh what role she plays. Cause she had an interesting role in this particular one, I think. Um, and like almost, all right, I don't want to get, I won't get into it yet. Let's, we'll start from the start. Right. So this is, this is where I say like, th- there's this older, the first shot, I thought he was like an old man. I guess he wasn't as old as I thought, but I'm like, oh, I should have looked up how old he was. I always do that. Yeah. Yeah. This old man and or older man. And um, he's, He's got this like saying. I don't know if you have any clips. If this is one of the clips you captured, is it the weird thing about the spider? Yeah. Um. Wait. Did I have that clip? Hold on a second. No, I don't. Okay, but it was good. weird talking about some it, kind it, of weird spider it, and its prey or its mate. It was almost like you know. Sometimes like the evil mastermind will like recite something or talk about some strange fact. This guy tried that, but he didn't really have any details. He's just like. <laughs> Did you know the desert spider does a mating dance for hours? And yeah. like, is it is it? I mean, is it the desert spider? I didn't do any research, but yeah, I think types. That's he didn't like. It was pretty generic. Yeah. Do think. they? How, how many hours do they do it for? Is this right. common among spiders? Like, no. He just spit that out, and then the other guy that's with him is like, "Is it lunchtime? I'm hungry. We've been out here all day." You know. Oh, I, uh, I, I do have that because he was very yeah. grumpy about lunch. He was. Um, well, here. I would be too. Yeah, but here we go. Hangry. Did you know that the desert spider? <laughs> Dude, so pack I guess a lunch. I have a little bit about the spider on that. Yeah, but yeah, he's very yeah very in- interested in lunch. Um, yeah, which again, fine, whatever. <laughs> so as they're waiting, um, the finally they see a plane coming, like a little prop plane, and um, and then a drone. And I'm like, oh, it's a pretty cool looking drone. Uh, and I, you can predict era, here, sure, right? You can predict here what's about to happen. And it turns out the drone was huge too. It was it wasn't like a like a small toy plane. It was a pretty big size plane. Like it had right. It's like those six, people. Do you ever yeah. see like videos of those guys that have like scaled version of like a seven forty seven that they fly around and things? <laughs> and and then, no. It was like, like something like actual that. Jet. Yeah, yeah, it was big. It was it was big. It wasn't as big as like a a plane, but it was not small. And I, uh, I like the RC setup too, because like you would expect someone to have like a handheld thing, but this guy's got like a thing mounted on the back of his jeep, like. Yeah, it's like a podium almost, you know. Yeah, it's like big. It, it's got a lot of controls on it. It's got like the yoke control and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But Yeah, uh, so you had to know what you were doing to operate that thing. But Yeah. Uh, and I he, would get confused because half the time he was like flying it but like looking behind him, so everything would be reversed, right? So I would like be, <laughs> I'd be totally yeah. like turning the wrong way and yeah. I'd never be able Well, to. he was a skilled, you know. Yeah. Pl- I don't know what you call that, uh hobbyist maybe, I don't know. But so he he he's Basically, they're watching this plane, and then the, the drone, 
and he's babbling more, I think, about the spider uh, as the drone is heading towards the plane, and then it just explodes. Yeah. Huge explosion. Right. And um, I mean, I guess he had dynamite in the thing, right? Because it wouldn't have made that much. Because, like, if a regular remote control airplane hit that airplane, it would just crack into it. pieces. It might yeah. put a little hole in the fuselage, but it wouldn't but, explode. Yeah. No, I think it'd be all right. I think it would have survived that. Yeah. At least the odds would have been good. Right. Um, exactly. And um, just real quick, I'm sorry. I want to go back to this guy for a minute because um, I was just looking him up again and to see how old he was. By the way, he was uh, younger than us in this episode. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. No. Jesus. <laughs> He's only 81 now. <laughs> wow. He he looked like he was at least a decade older than us. Yeah. But again, so. this goes back to the whole thing. People in the 70s and 80s in TV, it just didn't, I don't know if it didn't was the makeup, well. the smoking or whatever. But I did notice this when I was looking looking him up because I saw his name. It says OAM. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, it's the Order of Australia. It's it's an order of chivalry established in 75 by Elizabeth II, Queen of Australia, to recognize Australian citizens and their other persons for achievement of meritorious service. Sorry, I can't say that word. Oh. Before the establishment of the order, American citizens received British honors. So he was a big deal in uh, Britain. I mean, okay. in Australia. Sorry, not Britain. Good. Yeah. And he yeah, was on an episode of Six Million Dollar Man, too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say I, he's got that look. Like, I feel like I've seen him on things, but. Yeah, and he's uh, probably a bad guy in Six Million Dollar Man. Exactly. He's got the bad guy look. <laughs> or, like, the captain of the police department that's bitter about something. Like, he's got one of those looks, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the show. Back to the show. So, the, the I guess Customs comes to see uh, Ken, right? Cheney. That's the. The, the blue. The, the helicopter. Oh, the. Frank, the, Frank, Frank, right? That's his name, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. So Ken, I don't know. But anyway, so they come to see him and they're like, Agatha Mills was picked up uh, with a suitcase for $3 million in it. And she dropped your name. And I'm like, interesting. Yeah. You know, he's got some pull, I guess, that she would drop his name. Uh, it turns out they work together in Nam. That's, you know, it's a story we hear. And so they think the whole story behind this is they think she's working for this guy Longstreet. And he's running guns. And the plan is, you know, whoever's picking up this $3 million is going to lead him to, to Longstreet. And so I guess they ask Frank to talk to her and have her, like, do, you know, continue do the work so they can catch this guy. Yeah, basically. Right? Yeah. Help him yeah. out. So he's like, eh, sure. So that's yeah, the And he's plan. got that look, like, too, as soon as they say, yeah, she dropped your name, you know, he's like, oh. <laughs> you yeah. seem like kind of like, you know, like there's something the window like oh boy there's something going on there and then uh so frank goes to talk to her and i don't know her or i don't know if they brought her to him or him to her or whatever she was, happened. i think she was like in an interrogation room yeah so they just he just went down there to talk to her and she had some kind of you know they worked together in like you said in vietnam but sounds like she i don't know if she was like uh in the press part or whatever because then she talks right. about how she was in the middle east and was stuck in the middle east doing freelance work and she couldn't get enough money to get home and i'm like I, okay i don't really get that yeah but. so i think i think what she was saying is like 
her career kind of sucked. And, yeah. And this <laughs> you know, is why she, she got mixed up with these people, right? To get some Right, because she's looking for a way out. Yeah. And um, you know, she's like, hey, I didn't know what was in the bag. But he's like, yeah, bull. You know, at least you knew something bad was going down. <laughs> yeah. If so, someone gives you a bag to tell you to take it to America, it's probably not something you want to be carrying. It's just. Yeah. Just, and you if. Know. I'll tell you, if I agree to do it, you're going to be damn sure I'm peeking in it to see what's inside. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the and deal then, was they were going to pay and her. And then they try to, like, bag, right? they're immediately, like, going to this thing where they were, like, former lovers or something. But I don't know. It just wasn't working for me. They, they just went, like, right into it. Yeah. And I don't know. For me, that just... It felt forced, Mike. I'm sorry. It felt forced to me, too. I, I, I have the same thing. It didn't feel... There was no real connection there. And it's almost like she turned on the charm. And I was like, you know what? I don't trust her, like, right off yeah. the bat. Right. So I don't necessarily blame it on the writing. I, I think it may have been intentional. Yeah. Or I, both. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, yeah. But something stood out right there that it, it wasn't right. Um, right. So then right. we cut to what? Uh, Blue Thunder hovering, right? She's out there going to make contact with the person she's supposed to drop the money off with. Oh, yeah. She's walking with the bag. Yeah. Just kind of like strolling through the park. And yeah. they've been sitting there for what? 45 minutes, they said? Yeah. Which I don't get. Like, yeah. couldn't they have sent her in right away? <laughs> I don't know. Or they were well, waiting no, for the guy to show just, up. I think the guy was late. Yeah showing up that's what they were saying and right, meanwhile so the- they call down the rolling thunder with our two uh former nfl players uh bubba smith and dick uh buckus right and and, and, uh, and here's a point i think every point in the show when this when they appear i i think of how they could have rewritten this <laughs> you know i'm like we don't <laughs> no offense but um i i feel like they take away from the authenticity of the show a little bit right because immediately they're in there and Buckus is doing sit-ups in the thing because they have some contest. Like in Bubba the band, Smith right. It's like, what, you can't lose 10 pounds in a week, basically, right? Something is that, like that I think right. what the thing was? Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. And then, so, <laughs> I don't I don't even know why they show them because they're like, hey, do you see anything? They're like, no. No, right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, are they the comic relief, but it just doesn't work well? And well, their bet, I think Dana Carvey is supposed to be the comic relief. Well, we'll get to that. But, but <laughs> the uh, the eighty bucks. So the bet was for eighty bucks. Yeah. Like, I, even that, I was like, why eighty? Why not a hundred? Like, who bets eighty dollars? How did they come up with that number? Right. Yeah, but, that is kind of an odd number. Um, but I digress. But, but then in the meantime, um, suppose it looks like uh, someone showed up and she's going to go talk to somebody, and. Uh, Dana Carvey's up there. What is his name? Uh, Jaffo. But uh, uh, by the way, his last name in the show is Wonderlove. Anyway, yes. um, he's like, oh, I think we can uh, find him on the identograph, which I don't know if that was a real thing then <laughs> or they just made that word up. Yeah. But I thought it was pretty great because then they had like a camera so they could see the guy. And it was basically scanning his image in and looking through the database to see if he's in you know the police database, which I guess right. you would do, right? Or the um, FBI or government something, right? But yeah, exactly. the, I would think the resolution on that camera, at least on the screen we were looking at, was not fantastic. <laughs> it would probably a lot of no. false positives, but right, <laughs> exactly. But they got him. 
why do all these people have mustaches? This guy doesn't have one. <laughs> right. Oh, that's yeah, just so the graininess. But they Looks got like a hit. He's got a beard. They got a hit, and they knew who he was. Um, I didn't jot those details down, but he was somebody that was bad. <laughs> he was a bad guy. He was wanted on several things. He had a long rap sheet. But yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I don't remember exactly what his name was in the yeah, show right. either. Um, but it really wasn't important because he was just going to be... Um, his name is Benjamin Kelty, I think. But he was just going to be like the the fall guy in a sense. He was going to... They were going right. to go to him. Yeah, so they to get in. At that point, they dismissed Blue Thunder, and they're like, "All right, the FBI is like, all right, we're good. Right, we don't need yeah, you guys yeah, anymore. Exactly, we'll take it from here." And you know, they're like, "Oh, okay." But then that they, makes because that makes perfect sense. So you're going to follow this guy in a car. You got to follow at a distance so you don't get spotted. Right. Meanwhile, you could have a helicopter up in the air that this guy is not going to hear or see. Right. For sure. Let's let him go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need you. And then, so, but they, you know, they follow him anyway, you know, right. in whisper mode, which is like the cool feature. And I, here's the one thing I like about the show. They don't overdo the features of this helicopter, right? They, they like, they, you know, okay, we had the face scanning thing. We've got the whisper mode, but it's not like a big production about it it's just like you're just this is just a feature where we're moving forward right they don't spend like 10 minutes watching them flip switches to make it work right <laughs> right we're <laughs> explaining how hard the engineers work to put that together or, you know, <laughs> something like that so um so then a box truck pulls out and oh no so they fall into this like warehouse or whatever yeah. right the guy in the car and then you know the guy goes in i guess there's a few agents there in different cars yeah and this I is when, yeah, and Cheney's like, uh-oh, this isn't going to work. He already knows right away. Right. And I, I got a little uh, clip here because he's talking about he's, the feds are going to get all macho, right? So, right, right. This is what he says. Yeah, that was a, a Data Carvey joke, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Right there. I'm sure you're going busted out laughing on that one because <laughs> that makes uh, no sense. <laughs> yeah. Except that you're calling a girl dumb. That's nice. But right. it is no. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> and basically, that's what happens. Right. So uh, Th- that's when, when the, the truck comes driving out, like you said. Right. This huge box truck comes out, rams and, and like one of the feds pull the car right in front of them. Yeah, and of course you get rammed, right? That's what's going to happen. And someone's shooting out the window right at some point, right? Because one of the cars gets shot at, like with a machine gun. But it's like not like I said, mounted in the back, like in the Miami Vice episode, <laughs> yeah, right? But someone was yeah, definitely shooting like, out a window. I just never saw him. Yeah, and then and then they, you know, after a couple, like a minute, not even like the truck does this move. It stops, and as the fed pulls up behind him he backs into him i'm like what that's like the worst move i've ever seen in the car chase <laughs> yeah and then we did have the the stereotypical uh someone driving through a fruit stand um, oh yeah run this yeah, one yeah. Just, just some random fruit stand in the middle of the warehouse district of los <laughs> angeles <laughs> the long road that nobody travels up to the warehouse yeah, exactly then, um <laughs> So then, you know, Blue Thunder has to take over here, right? And, like, blocks the the truck. 
like flies down and blocks the truck so he has to stop. And then they uh, they get out and they open the back. And at first I thought it was like a bunch of illegal immigrants or something back there because it was like because <laughs> a bunch like, of guys jumped out. Yeah, it was like a, like twenty guys jump out, but they had a bunch of guns and boxes. And but it was like a decoy. The whole thing was a decoy to get him. Right. You know, get the guy with the money got away. They found you know a fraction yeah. of the guns that they were looking for. Right. I mean, it was still a decent bust, but it wasn't the main guy. No. And you got to sacrifice to uh, to succeed, I guess. That's the yeah. way the bad guy saw it. Right. You know, you got to spend money to make money, right? That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and uh, But Cheney is very disappointed. He's like, I told you guys this was going to happen. Yeah. And, and then um, the feds are pretty pissed, too, though. Yeah, exactly. But so, so they go back to the office and they're like talking to, to Cheney's boss and they're like, you know, flyboy here. I like when they call them that. <laughs> Somehow they're going to like try to blame him. You know, yeah. they, he had nothing to do with this and they're going to exactly. blame him. So, and, uh, but then he's, he comes up with his own plan, right? He, right. And somehow I'm trying to figure this out. So the feds were there, which I don't know. They never really said, were they ATF guys? I'm guessing, right? Probably based on what know. we learned last episode of Miami Vice. So they're there. This, you know, they kind of screwed up in a little bit, right? And then he has his own plan. And the feds are like, no, 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 this is our thing. But somehow the Astro Division dude that's in charge overrules the feds. <laughs> I don't know how that works. No, that was great because they're like, yeah, you're off You're off this case, Flyboy. And then, then the boss is like, well, no, actually – you are. We have. They gave us jurisdiction. Yeah, uh, who? So you guys are off the case. Like who? Well, there's no paperwork <laughs> changing hands. Everyone just believes each other when they say things. And, and yeah, because the feds are like, all right, and they just leave, and then we don't leave. see them again. Right. <laughs> Done. Yeah. So remember that if you guys are ever in a tight spot, just be like, hey, we have authorization from, you know, make something up, and you're good. Yeah. No one will ask so, questions. I don't know. Did they have a letter from the president? I don't know. Uh, Astro Division, um, I guess the Los Angeles Police Department has... I don't even know. Are they supposed to be part of the LAPD? (laughs) Which, Blue Thunder? Yeah. I think so. But they're like... Because they always... Like, even in the movie, I I haven't seen it in a while. They talk about Astro Division, which I'm assuming that just means the helicopter division of the police, but I'm not sure. I didn't... Yeah, I was thinking Astro was some other agency, but... Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. Um... All right, so feds are off the case. Uh, and Cheney talks about he charge. has a friend on the inside that's going to help, right? Oh no, or he, right? Or he no, wants he to says, get we, friends in. We, we need to get somebody on the inside. Is that what he says? Okay. Yeah. And this is where we travel in Rolling Thunder to find this guy's address where they got his picture. Right. Right. And, and I got to admit, though, I like I like the Rolling Thunder, Blue Thunder. I like the little names they have for. Yeah, China, so. no, that's fine. Um, and this is where they set up. They're going to call the phone to see if this is the guy who re- it really is. Yeah, this and I did not understand at all. <laughs> I I kind of see what they were going to do after the fact, but but what all they right. do is they have Dana Carvey call. Well, actually, he says, "No, let me do it." And he does this fake contest, and let's just listen. <laughs> That's all I can say. Hello? 
Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Now, listening to it now, you're like, wow, why would he pick people that are so old? <laughs> but <laughs> this was 35 years ago, and while they were older, they were still probably people would know who they were. Yeah. Um, but if you'd played that to anybody now that was, I don't know, born in the last 15 years, 20 years, they'd have no idea who any of those people were. No, exactly. Granted, exactly. there was a couple of them. I'm not 100% sure who they were supposed to be. But um, this is how they use Dana Carvey, guys. Yeah. Um, that was like, like clearly somebody spotted him or he was a relative. I'm not sure. But <laughs> and they're and they're like, hey. This guy does some good impressions. Let's get him on and work him in. Yeah, you know? we'll just work, we'll don't worry. We'll work that in somehow. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. And looking back, like maybe at the time it was you know it was good and stuff. But looking back, it's always it's I'm like oh Dana Carvey, and then I just picture everything else he's ever done instead of the show. Right, but, that was better than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, you got the, the figure that the writers of this are you know, writing for comedy. So they're just trying to cram stuff in like this. So, right. Right. Um, so anyway, what they do then is they, they, they take the voice of the guy that they got on the radio or the phone call just now and compare it to the voice that they recorded when they dropped the money, just to see if it's the same guy. Yeah. Or and, ring the doorbell when he answers. <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why they just didn't do that. But again, they wouldn't be able to do the voice thing. Right. And it was worth it. Right. So, of course, they send Bubba and Buckus, uh, or Bubba and, what's the guy's name? Yeah. Ski on the show? Uh, yeah. I don't know. To the door. <laughs> and uh, basically to scare the guy, right? Well, yeah. yeah. So they go in. They, like, threaten to arrest him. Yeah. and Because uh, they're dressed in some uniform. I don't know what. I think it's their Rolling Thunder uniform. Oh, was it? I looked. I thought they had like badges. I don't know. Maybe they. Yeah. Do. Well, I mean, but like, it it is their police whatever division okay. they are. But I, I I'm we going to guess somewhere on that. Which the resolution was not very good on this. But I'm going to guess somewhere there's a patch that says Rolling Thunder on that thing. Yeah. I yeah. Can almost guarantee it. So they're so they basically you know they scare the guy a little bit and then say we're going to arrest you. You know, they start reading him his rights, and then they're like, or you can get us a job at this place. Right. And Buckus goes and bends a fireplace poker to show oh, him I, that they I need I didn't business. even notice that. You didn't see that part? No. I, I yeah. just, if I did, it it just didn't resonate with me. Just, yeah. And they, you know, he, the guy does try to run, and they just grab him. I mean, yeah. and I was surprised here. There was later. But I'm surprised here there wasn't sort of some sort of football reference because they always throw a football reference in some show. Because remember, these guys are pro football players or former, but they also play former pro football players in the show. Again, yeah. and <laughs> not yeah, either way, I, th- these scenes should have all be rewritten. With <laughs> professional actors, but um, yeah, you know it is what it is. So. That's the last we see, right, of that guy? Do we yeah. ever see that guy? Basically, yet? they're like, give us a job, and then they cut. So we're assuming that they did. Yeah. And then we All cut right. to Chaney and the lady uh, on the roof, for whatever reason, talking. Oh, yeah. I think it was that was to build the passion story, Right. You know? And, uh, again, still didn't work. But basically, they're, you know, she's talking blah, blah, blah about her past, whatever, how she got hooked into this. She can't believe she's hooked into this. 
Um, and you know, he's like, Oh, we got a plan. She's like, well, I know you always, you know, you always go after what you want. You always dedicated. I do have a little clip of them talking and we could go right here. Hold on. <laughs> I just wish it was still me. Yeah, exactly. So I wrote here uh, my notes for this entire. I was maybe a ninety second, maybe two minute scene. Right? It was. Like, yeah. Frank and Agatha love chatting. <laughs> I don't trust her. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then we find out right after this that you shouldn't trust her, right? Because this is right. where they cut to uh, the airplane remote control airplane dude, arms dealer guy, Longfellow. Yeah, Longfellow. Thank you. I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> Longfellow. That's like Stringfellow Hawk. Yeah, exactly. Um, hmm. Yeah. And uh, turns out she's a double agent because she's working with this guy. Yeah. And yeah, she's not, playing, she's not. They're playing Frank like a fiddle, as they say. That's right. And here, here's what I love about this scene. It's at one of like the, you know, like you're at like a mansion and there's like an outdoor table and you're like dining, <laughs> having drinks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's this is where they're at, and they're doing that. I'm like, this is the life right here. This guy's got like, <laughs> he's got this huge house acreage. He's sitting out, enjoying a meal in the backyard. I'm sure there are no insects. It's like utopia right there. Right. And again, it's like I forgot what other show we were doing with the same thing where they were outside. Again, they're like 400 feet from the house. <laughs> right. They had like to take like a golf else, cart to get out. Everyone there. else that sits outside and eats, they're on their patio, like right outside their house because it's easy access. Nope. <laughs> right. We're gonna walk 30 yards. To I'm gonna get go to down the street and have some. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, these people have bigger yards than everybody else, but still. Still a cool it would be layout, like it would but, be like putting your, you know, your patio furniture all the way at the other end of your yard. <laughs> right, right, exactly the far corner, and then you'd walk <laughs> out there. But but I did notice, and I if you you know they they were just talking basically again about what they're gonna do, what their plan is, blah blah blah. Cheney's you know this guy's impressed with Cheney. He's become a formidable adversary or whatever. But I was looking at the 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 table. And at one point, I'm like, is that just like a hunk of cheese on the table? Because there was something there. It was like, it looked like just like a block of cheese was there. Not cut or anything. I don't know what it was, but. That's the way he likes it. It reminded me That's of, uh, if you ever saw the um, the Twitter, uh, it's called 70s Dinner Party. They just like post like old, terrible jello mold recipes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like pictures of it. It'd be, like you know, it'd a be fish fun. in Jello or something. Like, I don't know. Go through the old shows and pull out like the scenes of dinner and stuff, like yeah. what they're eating. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, totally off track, but right. Uh, and then uh, we cut back to what uh, Buckus doing sit ups again while uh, Bubba's eating a strawberry shake. Right. And Buckus is all mad because like this is my favorite thing, but they're in some like. Um, they're like a warehouse or a garage. Or, or something. Yeah, it looked like some auto shop. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But they're, it turns out they're waiting for this dude to come and give him a job, and which I guess the the thing worked, and he didn't bother, he didn't blab to anybody, right? So, um, 
so some guys they just come and pick them up they're like hey you're gonna you, we hear you can fix engines and you know you can drive a truck they're like yeah okay well we'll come pick you up later or whatever pack for two weeks or something like that yeah pay yeah pack for two weeks okay like, all right we're in yeah and then uh, what we cut to back to uh aggie as they call her right and she calls frank and says hey i just got a call they're still talking to me they you know there's talking about doing some sort of drop at the end of some highway blah blah blah. i'm getting on a bus i'm getting out of here you know but i wanted to let you know this yeah she basically gives him all the information right right and And he's not suspicious at all no he's like okay thanks yeah and kind of leaves it because like you'd be thinking okay right you were kind of inside this plan you did hand off money but that was it why are you getting information about what else is going to happen if you're supposedly done with this now right well, they wanted her. He that. said they want. She said they wanted her. Not, I don't. Know, she said like they're on to me or something. Like she thought that they were gonna kill her. I don't know what the deal was. Yeah, it it was weird. It didn't make sense. Yeah, it was suspicious. Come yes. on, Frank. Come on, Frank. Frank. I expect Use your more. head. Came up with that master plan, and now this throws you off. Right. Anyway. So then we go back um, to Blue, Blue Thunder in the air, right? Yeah. And what are what are they doing? Oh, they're, they're looking for they're looking they're for looking for a convoy, right? That this is what's supposed to happen at the end of the highway, right? And then they see a drone apro- approaching. Um, but but wait, before that, there's one part I want to talk about. But they do see a drone approaching. But before that, he's in the helicopter flying around, and you know, at one point he even says something like, "We'll be like an eagle on a June bug." You're like I don't know what that means, but. Um, he goes because so nothing is showing up. So there's a there's a roadblock there with the local sheriff, and he goes and flies down to where the sheriff is and talks to him over the radio. He's like, "Hey, have you seen anything?" I'm like, "Why did you fly down there? To talk to him? You got a radio." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I thought he was gonna land and get out, but no, yeah. he just like hovers five feet above the ground, right in front of the the guy. Good reception. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess so. I just thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. yes. So go back. What but yeah, saying? then they see a couple of drones approaching and, you know, the first one's coming. So, you know, Blue Thunder easily shoots it down. Yeah. And then, uh, then and they Jaffa shoot the was like, oh, if those hit us, we're dead. I'm yeah. Like, Why? Again, it's just a little remote control. It should be made yeah, out of balsa wood. It's, it's probably like those styrofoam planes that, you know, yeah. those big, big ones, you know? Right. Um, but, and then he, so he shoots a second one down. And then you know we then we cut to uh, Longfellow who's controlling them from from the ground from his jeep, and he gets in he drives away kind of up you know pissed off and uh, and then but Blue Thunder they spot him but they're like oh we can't go after him we're low on fuel yeah I'm like what you're, you you you're like out on a mission you don't gas up before you yeah. go did you fill up your tanks what did you do oh my gosh. But and, and I was thinking, like, did the guy was the guy supposed to think that this really would have worked? That he would have taken him down? I mean, this is like a military helicopter. This isn't just some yeah. Cessna flying around. I don't know if he knows that though. You know, maybe. Well, who knows? It's almost like a yeah. I don't know. Secret weapon. I don't know. Well, no, because remember that that the helicopter was already there stopping the other guys. But of course, those guys were in jail, so maybe they didn't get to talk. Yeah, I don't but know. they didn't. They didn't use all their cool features and stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. All right, in the meantime, so, Bubba and, Doug, and uh, Buckus are driving around in the convoy where the rest of the group is, and they see they see Agatha there. But and this is again is where I'm thinking like this guy didn't say the guy that they arrested didn't say anything to anybody about these guys. It's, right. 
It just seems odd. I mean, now you're safe. Just say, hey, just say, hey, by the way, these two guys are cops. Right. Exactly. You know, I'm in, you know, some country where they can't extradite me and those guys are cops. But, yeah. But um, oh, and before they left, I guess one of the things they were supposed to they wanted them to try to do is put like a like a GPS locator on one of the trucks. Yes. But for whatever reason, they said they can't because it's broken. But yeah, they brought it they, with them. They brought it with them. And we'll try to fix it while we're there. Yeah. Um, hey, we're going to have access to a whole lot of tools. I'm sure they won't ask questions why we're trying to fix some GPS receiver. But then they get the, – the so the two NFL guys, they get afraid. They're like starting to get worried because Blue Thunder didn't come get them or find them or follow them. Right. So and the guys like, at Astro Division are worried about them because they don't know where they are either. Yeah. And then Frank's back at his office at night, like wide awake. And just worrying about them. You're right. And um, again, if he had only fueled up when he should have, <laughs> none of this would ever have happened. Right. Um, and then the the chief or whatever kind of shows up. He's like, "You guys gonna go home?" He's like, "No, I'm staying here. Maybe we'll get word." You know. He's like, and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I do the same. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> have a good night." <laughs> he takes off. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, I am the one in charge of these guys, but I'm going to go get some rest. You guys gonna, yeah. stay here. You're going to be flying the chopper in the morning. I'll be sitting at a desk, but, you know, stay yeah. up. I'll, I'm going get, to get some peace. So. <laughs> and Dana Carvey's character is passed out on the yeah, desk, just, basically, head down. So Which I'd we, be, too. Then we go back to uh, our NFL duo, and they sneak out of, like, criminal camp to have a look around. <laughs> criminal and, camp. And see, you know, see what's going on, right? Yeah. Uh, so they find uh, they find a shed and they start with like tools or something. They start working on their transponder. Yeah. Um, which, you know, part of the plan, I guess. And right. then so so then they go out and they find like they're snooping around. Right. And they find right. a truck full of uh, arms, I guess. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. It. This box is full of weapons and ammo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Bubba pulls out the tracker, which has a bright red light on it and beeps. <laughs> and beeps. <laughs> so it's like the dead of night. They're sneaking around. It's like, like beep, 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 and and it's flashing. <laughs> like, man, you gotta go a little, you know. But Less. back then, everything had a red LED on it. You couldn't get away from it. Yeah, I mean, it was good for visual, but you know. I think the first thing you'd see when you looked in the back of the truck is some kind of red light flashing. But, right. And uh, he and all he does is like pull out one box and puts it behind the first one. I'm like, yeah, yeah I probably would have buried that a little bit. Dug it back. How about you put it underneath? That would probably work better. And you know what's great about all TV explosives and tracking devices? They automatically stick to anything you put them up against. Right. I, I love exactly. that. It's like, yeah. You don't need like adhesive. special wood glue, you know, gorilla no. glue or something. It's metal, something. metal, plastic. Wood, <laughs> it stays. Yep. All right. So then somebody spots him, right? And walks yeah. up to him, pulls a gun on him. And he's like, you looking for weapons? You found one. And he pulls out a gun. <laughs> yeah, that was a good line. Yeah, and then, they, and then right. they knock him out, which was right. good. But as they knock him out, the guy gets a shot off. Yeah. And it just alerts the entire camp that they're behind that truck. Right. Um, and the entire camp, what they do, they don't just go investigate. They start walking up and just start blasting. Yeah, which, you know. <laughs> There's like 10 guys with machine guns. 
they're not it, even it, looking at anything. They there's have no explosives idea. everywhere. You know? Right. It could have been one of their guys shooting at a bobcat or something right, like that. Right. He was like trying or to like, save hey, himself. I, I got him. And, you know, and then, then they now he's blown him. away. But yeah, so they. I, I want to say they shot so much it blew up the truck, right? Right. It did. Yeah. Because Bubba and Buckus were like, we got to get out of here. This stuff's going to blow if they keep going. And the one yeah. guy that they knocked out, he's still there. He's like, stop firing. You're going to. You know, it's going to blow up. And he starts running. I don't know if he got killed. He probably did. Yeah, it's to our imaginations now. But um, they, they so that signal did get out, right? So the, right, yeah. You know, but in the meantime, Bubba, yeah, they got caught. And they're like, we're going to put you in the sauna. So oh, that's oh, right. That sounds nice. Yeah, <laughs> they put him in the sauna, which is like a, I don't know, like a woodshed. Yeah, it's basically like, yeah, just a tin shed that's just going to trap all the heat in it yeah and then um so they back at you know home base or whatever they wake up frank because they they found this signal and they got the signal but they lost it but they're gonna head out that direction right they got the they got the fix on it at least yeah 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 so blue thunder is airborne and then i think somehow we go to aggie again well no first we go to the sauna and the two are arguing about weight loss because he's like we're not going to get back in time to do the weight loss thing. And, you know, of course, oh, they're yeah. in the sauna, so he's going to lose weight too there, right? Right. And it was sort of like 8 o'clock that night. They had to be right. th- the way in. But then, yeah, then we cut back to the old guy with Aggie. And this guy is very excited about having a good adversary in uh, Frank Cheney, you know? Yeah. And does that happen? Do criminal masterminds really like a challenge? Because I don't know. Like, if it was they always do like, the movies. Like, crap, this guy's good. What am I going right. to do? You know, I'd be panicking. I wouldn't be yeah, like. Yeah, instead of like, oh, this is awesome. I love a challenge. I don't <laughs> know. You know, that's how these guys always are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But uh, so sh- somehow she explains or he something about, then I'll get my million dollars or whatever. So she was in it to win it right there. We all, you know, this is yeah. why she stayed in the game. Um, and then they pick up Blue Thunder on radar, but. They drop below radar level. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they noticed they got painted on radar. It's like, okay, we'll go below. All right. Kind of late, right? They know you're coming now. So, right. Um, then what happens? Oh, so lost- then they go. So the bad guy goes to the sauna and says, okay, you know, heads or tails. He basically has them do a heads or tails things and they lose. But we don't know what it means at the time. So, <laughs> yeah, I think so. It was between uh, Bubba and, and Butkus. It was. Like one was heads, one was tails. So, uh, so they take Bubba away, and I guess they were gonna, I don't know, torture him or whatever they were gonna do to him. What did they end up doing to him? To who, Bubba? Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. All right, all right. So they leave. Uh, oh well, basically goes right away. Yeah. So what they do is they take Bubba and they put him in a remote control airplane. Oh, that's but a full size right. one. Right. Remember? Yeah, it's like loaded the Red with Baron. dynamite. Yeah. And they're like, it's loaded with dynamite. And just to let you know that it's loaded with dynamite, just not enough to say it. It's literally taped to the sides of the yes. airplane. <laughs> just to be clear. No, it's just yeah. stuffed inside. The outside also has right. dynamite sticks taped onto it. <laughs> and then, you know, meanwhile, Buckkiss is trying to, like, uh, scrape off his ropes that are tied his hands right. together. Yeah. Um, and he eventually gets free, which is good. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then so, so while they're, they're trying to – they're trying right. to save save Bubba in the plane, right? They're trying right. to figure out what to do, and he's handcuffed. He's got these like chains, um, 
so they have him hold his, his arms up as they shoot them off him. Right. Which was, that's pretty badass to be able to do that in the air. Yeah, it is. But why didn't they just strap him into the plane? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he like could just duct get tape up. him in? Yeah. But they didn't. Well, or my chain question him to the plane was or something, you know? so this airplane was being flown by this guy, right? Oh, yeah, there's questions mm-hmm. now, right? <laughs> why did he just let it fly straight level? Yeah. Let these guys do this. Or how did they get it off the ground? Well, he, he, t- he took off like a regular, you know, he well, was able to get Well, someone has to fly it, right? Well, d- that's remote control. He can still get it. Oh, in the air that's right. I forgot it was remote control. But he that's was right. flying. Yeah, it was remote control, and he's flying it. But I'm like, why is he not trying to get away from the helicopter? He's just just flying. Yeah. Da, da, da. I think they like, were talking about, about it. first, you know. Because Blue Air will, or Blue Thunder, sorry, Rock Helicopter. <laughs> Was literally like right next to it, right? As he tries to do this, this thing is loaded with dynamite. The whole point was to fly the airplane into Blue Thunder so it would blow up. Right. So it's literally right next to it. All he had to do was bank hard to the left, and it would have went right into the right. helicopter or and blown do, up. I mean, does he have an ignite button or something? You know, it could have just blew him up right there. Right. Exactly. It just didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why evil geniuses always get caught at the end. Right. Like, yeah. Look, exactly. Look too much play in their. And then plan. basically, so what he has Bubba do then is what, like, rip the radio controls out from underneath there so they can't be controlled anymore. Right. Um, and and then, he, then he has him climb out of the thing. He has him climb out of the <laughs> plane climb out of there. and stand on it with the, the intent of grabbing the ski from the, the helicopter. And I want to say, first of all, like, Bubba looks scared. But then whoever actually did the stunt looked scared to me as well. And I don't know if he was just trying to hide his face or if he was just like, holy crap, you know? Oh, they was just totally trying to hide his face because so it wasn't Bubba doing it. Yeah. And they're like, so okay, it, how do we do this so we don't see his face? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I, that would be, I would not want to do that, though. Yeah. That and much. even before they do that, I think they, doesn't, they, they shoot a rocket at the guys too, right? Someone shoots, it gets a rocket launcher and shoots oh, one out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And they shoot a, a signal flare, flare out to get it to get, yeah. And yeah. that works. <laughs> that works. Um, and then in the meantime, this is when Dick, you know, or Buckus or whatever, he frees himself and he charges through the do- door and takes the two guys out that are shooting rockets. Right, so right. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Right, he took care of that. Yeah. And, right. um, but then, Again, he has to now Bubba has to climb out, and there's like you don't have much time because the plane will start to dive since there's no radio controls anyway. It's just gonna eventually start diving, and he does grab it. Right, and you're like okay, so they're gonna go and take him, bring him right down to the ground. Nope, because <laughs> <laughs> what at this point they fly all the way to the compound. Right? Yeah. Now, granted, he's just holding on. He's not. He's right. not like no straps right. or anything, right? No, exactly, and. <laughs> The guy in the Jeep drives away. They're like, we'll get him. I'm like, wait, Bubba is still there. <laughs> Let Bubba down. Yeah. His, his I, arms mean, are I don't know fatigued. how far away the compound was from where they were. Yeah. But his arms are going to get tired. I don't care how strong he is. Exactly. But no, they carry yeah. it a little further. So they take him and drop him in the Jeep. Yeah. And um, he stops the car. Yep. And uh, he's got his one liner here. Hold on. <laughs> like that's he, he takes the guy down. That's how we do it in the NFL sport. Was it? I wonder. Did the NFL sponsor this show? 
I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right. So then, and then Blue Thunder, they go after Agatha. Yeah, and, and she Frank, tries to run away in a car. Yeah, and Frank, you know, sets it down right in front of her or whatever to block her. And he he made some comments like, "Do you have do you have that or no?" Where he's like, "I no. I liked it better when we were friends or when I liked yeah. you or something or something yeah. like that." Yeah. Um, so and that's the end of that part. That's the end of it. Yeah, that's really the end of. It's where it should yeah. have ended. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got no. You got to tie up the loose ends, and the loose ends was the the weight challenge. Yeah. Um, Dick Buckus won. And uh, so they get pizza to celebrate, I guess. I guess that's why they had the pizza. Is yeah, that why they yeah, had the pizza? yeah. Because Buckus won, and he's yeah, he was celebrating, showing down some pizza. Yeah. Now, why they're eating it in the gym, I don't know. <laughs> they don't right. have a better place to eat. Um, but so they're all sitting around hanging out, and the the chief or whatever comes in, is like, "What are you guys doing?" They're like, "You know, what are you doing this on?" You know, company time, basically, while you're on the clock. They're like, no, we finished. We're done. And he's like, did you guys forget about daylight savings time? Yeah, so <laughs> like, they're they're an hour behind. Yeah. He's like, so you'll get another, you know, you can pay back this hour later. And Bubba's all pissed. He's like, wait a minute. Get on the scale. You know, because now he's. What it's supposed to be till is he had till eight o'clock or whatever. So now they're gonna weigh him after eating, and of course now he weighs more right. than he should should be. So but, Bubba wins. He, right, but here's the thing. All right, so if you ever, yeah, I know you have to have an end time for a weight loss challenge or whatever something like that. But wouldn't you be like, okay, you made the weight. It doesn't matter if you have another hour left until that final weigh-in time. You made the weight. It doesn't. Right? I guess right. I mean, if if um, if there's eighty dollars riding on it, and the guy's eating pizza, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I probably would have wanted to do the same thing, but I guess it's. But it if it seemed it's, unfair, like, if it was an official way, and you'd wait until the eight o'clock or whatever time it was, and then have the way in, you wouldn't yeah. do it like an hour. Well, I guess they. I guess they thought they did it at the right time so gotcha but anyway we're, but yeah, we're splitting that's... hairs there and the weight loss thing <laughs> well right and i mean i don't know if it was me i'd uh well i don't know vomit i'd be mad no i'd be like hey i made the weight and i'd argue about it for at least a day <laughs> yeah right you wouldn't make it easy uh, or, that's for sure right I, I, it would be it would be out of protest that I uh, allowed it to be uh, one. Right. Um, you would so. pay under protest, right? Well, I, I don't know. I'd, 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 maybe I'd be like, here, here's half. Here's, we'll figure this out here's tomorrow. half. Here's half. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm willing to pay up, but we'll see. All right. Yeah. Note to self, don't make bets with Mike. <laughs> well... I I wouldn't say that. It feels Maybe. It, you feel, I I feel like you're very tied to this. Like is this uh has this happened to you Mike? <laughs> Are you reliving an experience and defending it? Here? No. No. Okay. All right. Okay. Um but that was it then. That was it. He lost the bet. And the end. 
The right? end. Yeah, that was the end of that one. Um, it was great. I don't know. It was it was fine. I don't. You know, it okay, it's like. Yeah. Which one do you like better, this one or Airwolf? I don't know if you want to compare. It's I don't have a preference. The problem is that they're very different shows. Yeah, I think right. Yes, um, they are. Yeah, one is more. I don't know. Airwolf is more kind of worldly and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just more action, I think. And right, and and that's one of the things they try to get away from later, I guess, too. Cause yeah. The the world intrigue spy story stuff. Yeah, I like that though. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, I, I don't have a preference for either one. I'm not, you know, <laughs> you're not tied to one or the other. No, no. Gotcha. Given the option, Mike, if you said next week let's do one on Airwolf or Blue Thunder, which would you like to do? I would not be swayed in either direction uh, whatever right i think it would really depend on what the story was right i might even throw out another suggestion in place of that then. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so um anyway so speaking of other shows uh as we always mentioned we're part of the big heads media uh network which we do have a lot of awesome podcasts so go ahead check out bigheadsmedia.com for all those podcasts and here's a little ad from uh one of our partners, uh, it's, uh, it's called Franchise Tag. So here we go. Calling all sports fans. Are you looking for an alternate source for sports news, scores, takes, and updates? We'll look no further on Franchise Tag Sports Podcast, hosted by me, Eric Salas. With the help of frequent guests, we'll give you all the latest and greatest on sports. That's right. I'm talking NFL, the occasional NBA and MLB, and yes, a lot more NFL. I've always loved watching the NFL, and there's no better way to talk sports than flipping on a microphone and giving my opinions on what goes on around the league. Tune in every week for brand new episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at Franchise Tag Pod and on Instagram at Franchise Tag Sports. It's the Franchise Tag Sports Podcast. We got the sports. You just got to press play. All right, there you go. Check out Franchise Tag if you are into sports. Um because you are not going to get any sports stuff here. Although we did have NFL today, so that was like a perfect tie-in, right? It was perfect. So I wonder if they talk about you know Bubba and Dick Buckus. I don't know. <laughs> we might make a suggestion for a good transition over them. There you go. There you go. So anyway, check them out. Um, again, BigHeadsMedia.com is where all of our other people are. A lot of good podcasts there. So a lot of different stuff to listen to. And uh, so, Mike, have we talked about what we're doing next? I don't think so. No, we have not. We have not. So we'll have to do a little brainstorming in that and come up with our next show. We'll post it out during the week, I guess, and uh, yeah, go from there. Look look for that. Look for us on Twitter and uh, or Facebook or either place. We'll definitely put it out there, let you know what's on there. And uh, so I guess that's it for this episode. Are we done? We are done. Thanks, All everybody. Right. Yeah, for this episode, I used to watch this. I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. Talk to you next time. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.